you know, ultimately both Farfetch and Outlier are here as investors. You know, we're taking a, a direct stake in the companies that we work with. We're not just being paid to show up. We don't really care about the, the long-term outcome. You know, the only way either of us get a return on our time and capital is by startups being successful. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, fashion Twitter. Very excited to be here with you all for another Farfetch Twitter Spaces. Thank you all for joining us here today. Appreciate all of our speakers making the time. We're still waiting for a few more. Very excited for today's chat and excited to be sharing a lot of gems, knowledge, insights with you all today. Hopefully also getting some new interest as well in uh, the subject that we're all going to be talking about today, the Outlier Ventures X Farfetch Dream Assembly, uh, which we'll tell you a little bit more about. Let me just take a quick moment and pass the mic around our incredible panelists today. Of course, we have Jamie Burke from Outlier Ventures. We also have Blake Lazansky from Outlier Ventures as well. We also have Carol Hilsom from Farfetch, and I believe also Stephanie will be joining us from Farfetch as well. And in addition, we also have a few of the past cohort members of round one of the Dream Assembly as well to share a little bit of their experience. Hopefully, we can have a, a great roundtable discussion and chatting about how the experience has been for them. And then we also do invite folks to join the conversation to ask questions. The last 10 or so minutes of this talk will be specifically dedicated to questions. We encourage people who are interested in joining the next cohort of the Dream Assembly to come here and ask what it's all about. And additionally, you can see I've already pinned a tweet from o sharing a link where you can go and apply for the Dream Assembly yourself. So if what we're saying in this conversation is of interest to you, please feel free to click the link and learn more. Um, so with all of that being said, I'll quickly just make a very quick introduction in terms of the spaces and, and what our goals are here today. This is, I believe, our seventh live Twitter space that we've been doing in this series. Um, very excited to be promoting discourse at the intersection between luxury fashion and Web3. Um, as you can see from the panel here today with the uh, specialists from uh, Farfetch and OV, we're very much at that intersection. This has been a partnership that's been going on for quite some time. I don't need to be the one who tells you about that. I'll let, I'll let our, our leaders up on stage give you all the details. But very excited to be hosting this conversation. My name is David Cash. I'm here on behalf of Farfetch from Cash Labs. And uh, yeah, we're just thrilled to be a part of today's conversation. And with all of that being said, I'd love to start passing the mic around. Perhaps, uh, since I don't see Stephanie yet, I'd actually love to pass it over to Carol. Carol Hilson from Farfetch. Carol, how are you doing? I know that you've been all over. I know Paris just happened, so we've all been very busy and all the fashion weeks are happening around the month. But would love to pass the mic over to you if you wanted to share. I'm a little bit about what you do at Farfetch and uh, share a little bit about this fabulous dream assembly opportunity that is presenting itself. Absolutely. Hello. Hello, everyone. I hope you can hear me well. So I am Carol Hilson and Farfetch, what I do is a really uh, fun and very exciting role in that I work with the startup ecosystem and bring them to the Farfetch platform and we build things together, we collaborate, we build new experiences and services for the luxury industry. And as part of that, what we've also been doing is working in the accelerator space. And we actually started our accelerator dream assembly in 2018 and have worked with many, many different fashion tech companies and really helped them on their journey from really what we call is early stage. Maybe that they've, they've built an MVP or they've had some early traction, etc. But really looking for that kind of next stage of scale for their company. And the fashion industry is a very difficult to build for. Luxury specifically is even harder to really be able to have some level of conversation and insight into what the luxury industry is looking for and needing from the startup ecosystem. So we've really always seen ourselves within Farfetch is that bridge really between technology and the industry. And that really extends into the, the startup ecosystem as well. So as I say, running Dream Assembly since 2018, but really 
also as technologists and fashion technologists really becoming more and more intrigued by the new infrastructure and tooling and also uh, principles that, that were emerging from the, the Web3 space. And really we're, we're very clear that this could be a very interesting area for the luxury, but also realise that there wasn't necessarily a, a space for those startups really to be supported, to, to call kind of home and to, to feel supported from an accelerator perspective. So we've, we, we've kind of informally been working with Outlier Ventures for many years and, and really together realised the need to have this very specialist, very unique opportunity to bring together everything that we know about building technology for the luxury industry and everything about that luxury industry and everything that Outlier Ventures know about building into the Web3 space and creating this very unique program for the amazing, you know, incredible startups that we see building within the fashion Web3 space. Fabulous. Very well said and excited to dive in further and hear a little bit more about what you're excited about around the first cohort, what you're excited about around the second cohort, and the, yeah, where your mind's at in terms of what's, you know, critical, I suppose, to the fashion industry at this point in time. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us here today, Carol. I'd also love to pass the mic over to our fearless leader on the OV side. Jamie, It's it's been lovely, you know, uh, knowing you for the past few years in the space. I've seen you do so much. You've obviously been doing things for way longer than <laughs> we've we've been in contact. But yeah, very excited about what you're doing here with the Dream Assembly. It was amazing to see this all launch over the past year or so and would love to hear where your mind's at as we're coming into this. Maybe for anybody on the fashion side who's listening to this, either now or after the fact, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself and the fabulous work you do at OV. And, oh, and I see the OV account just joined. We're going to have them as a co-host as well. But uh, Jamie, I'll pass the mic over to you while I do that. And uh, yeah, if you could share a little bit about, again, yeah, your fabulous work at OV and what you're excited about in terms of the Dream Assembly. Yeah, I mean, actually, the person that you want to listen to from from OV is Blake. So we'll, we'll get to him as quickly as possible. But what I will say is that, you know, we're... We continue to be super excited about working with Farfetch as a partner. Increasingly, as you say, we've been doing acceleration for some time. You know, fashion, luxury is a kind of category that we've been really excited about with the advent of NFTs and and the metaverse adding a kind of new context to Web3 beyond like very narrow, you know, financial use cases. And Farfetch is kind of the ultimate go-to-market partner for us and the startups that go through our programs being an early stage founders hard enough being a web3 early stage founders even harder because you've got regulatory risk you've got technical risk you've got business model risk but you've also got go-to-market risk and you know hopefully we we cover the first three and farfetch covers uh, the fourth one and so together, we make a really good partner and platform to help startups come into the space and, and literally accelerate their adoption and growth. I think, you know, generally speaking, and I wasn't at NFT Paris, so I feel almost irrelevant now to the space, look like a, a super event. But you know, generally, what we're excited about in the space as we think through the thesis, both prior to our inaugural program with Farfetch and now based on some of the learnings are that really when you're thinking about the application of Web3, its technologies, business models and primitives in the context of fashion and luxury, you're thinking about it very much in the sense of convergence, how Web3 begins to converge with things like VR, AR and of course AI. So there'll be many startups that are both applying and going through our program that might not necessarily identify as a Web3 startup first, 
you know, they might identify as a, a lifestyle company, a consumer company that's leveraging AI, generative AI in, in some way, or leveraging, you know, VR or creating in, in VR and AR. They just happen to be, you know, designing for the Web3 paradigm and leveraging its technologies. And I think that's how this stuff reaches scale. You kind of break out of dogmatism and you start to think about how it can be pragmatically applied to solve real-world problems. And again, I think this is where Farfetch and its customers and partners, which is effectively the entire fashion and luxury industry, really come to hand because you can think you've solved conceptually or even technically solve for a big, meaningful problem that the industry actually just doesn't think it has. And so I think saving founders time, time, money, and health on making sure they're solving real problems that people will solve, pay to be solved it, it is really critical. So you know, we're really enjoying doing this. We're learning with every startup that we work with. I'd say half the things that we do are repeatable, like re repeatable processes. We've worked with over 215 Web3 startups over eight years now. We'll accelerate another 200 this year. Half of what we do is repeatable. You can turn into processes and content programs. But the other half, you're learning with every startup, and we're kind of just recycling those learnings, which is why it helps to have, be so thematically focused in a program as well. But as I said, really the person you want to hear about is Blake because he's the one at Outlier, is delivering a program in the trenches with the founders and is really our subject matter expert in both fashion, luxury, and applied that to Web3. Fabulous. Well, thank, thank you so much for taking the time to join us, Jamie. I mean, your insights are always extremely valuable and very much appreciated. So we, we appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule to join us. But yeah, very happy to take your suggestion and pass things over to Blake, the man in charge on the OV side of, of this Dream Assembly cohort, at least round one and now round two. And uh, very excited to get your point of view and maybe to share with the lovely people listening now and after the fact what's going on and what's already happened. Blake, I'll pass it over to you. Thanks so much, David, and thank you, Caro and Jamie, for kind of the, the warm introduction here. If we were on camera, I would probably be flashing red. My name is Blake. I have the pleasure and the honor to kind of lead the execution efforts on the OV side of the Dream Assembly Basecamp in partnerships with and under the strategic direction of Farfetch. So I often kind of say that OV and Farfetch is a match made in metaverse heaven. Farfetch is already extremely fluent with the web free technology but our aggregated knowledge and experience of investing in Web3 startups enables Farfetch to go even deeper with that expertise, whereas the amazing vantage point, the eagle-eye view Farfetch has on the entire industry, it's almost like a crystal ball to see the future when the industry is heading, what technology problems and pain points might be restricting that growth, and what are the biggest opportunities. So indeed, Farfetch and OV together are an unstoppable force that can support the best founders in the space. The last program has been an amazing success, and we have some of the world-class founders from that program in the room with us. And I know for a fact I learned so much from them, and also those lessons will trickle down to other work that we do with Farfetch. What I'm particularly excited about, let's say, this time around, is not only seeing that the community around digital fashion and luxury is crystallizing into a big and active ecosystem that we actively support. I'm also very excited about some of the use cases that might not immediately scream fashion, like opportunities in community tooling, uh, open data economy, or sustainability, that if that technology is redirected into fashion and luxury, the market opportunity is, is enormous. 
So I'm really excited for this and it's a great pleasure to be here. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Blake, for taking the time as well. Really excited about this space and really excited about how much has been developed already. I mean, we have a number of the round one cohort here with us today. I'm sure we have some members of the future round two cohort listening here today. Obviously, that has yet to be decided, but I think it's very exciting. But um, just to get us kicked off before we start diving in and chatting with a few people who are in the chat today, I also have some questions for all of our lovely panelists. But I would love to uh, just do a quick announcement and maybe Blake, I'll just pass it back to you or Jamie or Carol, happy to pass it around the stage. But would love to let people know if they want to click this link and apply to this next round. And if people are interested in being a part of this right now, what is the opportunity? Where should people go? What is the deadline? All of these lovely details. Blake, would you mind if I pass it back to you? No, of course. And you can jump in on the Outlier Ventures website and pick the Dream Assembly Basecamp program, which should take you to the application form. If you already have a pitch deck, the application form shouldn't take you longer than 10 minutes. It's essentially just, just some simple questions to help us better understand the, the use case and the stage of the companies. And yeah, from there on, um, I, I would say it's a good idea to book an office hours call to ask any questions one might have about the program and whether the use case fits the thesis. And it's entirely possible that the tech a founder is building has a large market opportunity in the fashion and luxury industry. So come talk to us and apply. There you go. Thank you so much, Blake. Fabulous. So now I'm going to dive into a few questions. I'm going to pass the mic around the stage. And of course, want to make some time for the fabulous cohort one members to share a little bit of their experience as well. But the first question I have here is for both Jamie and Carol. Both, both of you, please feel free to chime in. I'm sure you both have some thoughts. But what was the inspiration behind starting the Dream Assembly? I mean, obviously, from, from both of your introductions, you've both been incubating startups in, in both of your various specialties uh, spaces <laughs> for quite some time. But I'm curious how this project came together and if, if the two of you might share a little bit more about, yeah, about the, the origins of this fabulous collaboration between OV and Farfetch. Carol, could I pass it to you first? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, as we both said, we were both working on accelerating companies in the, the at the time, two different areas, I guess, that we saw them, which was fashion technology and on the Outlier Venture side within Web3. And we, we had been speaking about some companies that we saw either on our accelerator that had at the time, more of a blockchain type of use case and on the outlier venture side that had a, a fashion angle to it, I guess, as well. But really at that around about a year ago, we could see this emerging opportunity where there was this convergence exactly as Jamie's talked about in terms of the, the need and the use cases and the opportunity, to, the demand. It almost sort of came to light really about just this emerging area where mixing the, the fashion technology and Web3. And so really, at that time what again we were very clear on is it's a very complex space as we've talked about things were changing all the time the underlying technology and the limitations of that were evolving at all times business models were evolving continuously the way that you were able to fund and get capital for those startups was changing all the time legal aspects were changing all the time as well so it almost became really a very difficult area to to build into and, that, and that's that's not obviously what you what you want within these emerging opportunities what you need is a really healthy ecosystem that can surround these startups and, and, and builders in this space and help support them to, to drive them into those kind of next stage from idea to MVP to scaling company to etc and so it was very clear that there was 
this emergence of need, both and an opportunity within the space. But then, of course, again, the need to have some level of programme, which was able to to tie all these needs together, bring together an amazing group of mentors as well, and allow these companies 12 weeks to just to be able to ask every question, think about every problem, really think about their company in that, in, in a, in that way, and therefore then to be able to accelerate. And that that's really important for everyone. It's obviously, you you know, it's important for a startup to be able to have that opportunity, but it's very important for the industry as well to be able to give back and support this emerging area. Because as we've said, we, we really do um, uh, appreciate how important this area could be for, for fashion and for, and for luxury. And so it's very important for us to be able to help support in this way to, to, to help these incredible builders and to be able to, to grow this side of the industry. Yeah, I mean, I'd maybe continue the theme around its importance to the industry, the kind of Web3 movement as a whole. You know, in some ways at Outlier, our goal is to work and help with as many founders as possible. At the same time, it's not just NFTs that scarce. You know, it's most things in life, you know, resource attention. And so, you know, what we found was that we have a number of different industry partners across verticals, actually, even beyond what we're talking about here with Farfetch. And they just really struggle to navigate who to work with, you know, what to be working on. And most industries, even if they've managed to fundamentally mobilize resource towards Web3, then struggle to kind of navigate it, especially in the context of early stage startups, because working with early stage startups is is really risky. And the same is true for investors. You know, how do you, where do you invest capital? And so, you know, really one of the goals for us beyond the work that we do supporting the founder is to help the industry catalyze resource, resource around the best founders. So I'm not sure of the exact percent, but I'm pretty sure from application to acceptance, those that got accepted into the program is, the Farfetch program is, is probably less than 3% of applications. Now, of course, ideally we, we like to be working with more of those, but what it means is, is that you have a very, very curated group of startups that go through pretty intense due diligence that involve both us and Farfetch. And that the industry, whether it's a VC, whether it's a large luxury brand, then know that they can invest even the time to talk to, let alone begin working with. And so hopefully what that means is the very best founders that can be the most impactful for Web3 get the time, attention, and capital that they deserve to go on and make impact. And in doing so, we can kind of accelerate their progress. We create great case studies of success because the reality is in most industries, the large majority of incumbents and enterprises will not be first movers. You know, they want to see things proven before they'll adopt technologies or new business models. And so given the nascency of the space, it's really upon people like us and first movers like Farfetch to to help discover, surface, accelerate, and then champion those success stories. 
very well said and, and really gives gives you a lot to think about in terms of where we are, I think, right now. And with that in mind, I'd love to pass it over to Blake, you know, considering, you know, the outlier effect, considering what differentiates this from other uh, accelerators, other programs in both spaces, both in Web3 and in, in traditional fashion. I'm curious from your perspective, again, for the people listening now and after the fact, what sets the Dream Assembly apart from other accelerator programs, maybe from the fashion angle, maybe from the level of, I suppose, incubation, but would love to get from your perspective, you know, what sets this apart being somebody who's uh, so involved in the process? I'd say that from the perspective of the format of Basecamp as an acceleration program is how extremely hands-on the program. Often when we think acceleration, we just think about some knowledge being shared and essentially companies being asked to set up, to show up given places at a given time. But with us, I really encourage teams to think of us as an extension of your bandwidth, an additional pair of hands, kind of like a co-founder for free that knows web free and knows everybody in the space. What makes this program particularly unique in the context of fashion specifically is what I mentioned before, that match made in metaverse heaven. So on the OV side, we are able to support each project individually, polish the web-free technology element, help with thinking around the token, DAOs, NFTs, really everything that it means to be a web-free startup. The only thing we don't do is write the code for founders, but they have it perfectly handled. And on the other side, Farfetch teaches the teams about luxury shoppers, IP law, how to interact with luxury brands and clients. And not only that, they were absolutely instrumental in developing a unique ecosystem of mentors around the program, each one of those people being an absolute leader of their category. Not only they provide feedback to the teams, but they also help them set the goals for the program and, of course, connect them to the other right people in the space. So I think in many ways that makes the program a unique opportunity, especially at this point in culture where adoption of Web3 in fashion and luxury slowly moves from just being a marketing play to actually being part of the strategy and being part of operations. So I think it's a really exciting time, and this is a unique opportunity for Web3 builders in the space. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's quite rare that you get a kind of the, the ears, eyes, hands, you know, resources of, of two leaders in, in these distinct spaces. And I love seeing the ways that they can, these can come together in confluence. I think this is really exciting. Just to remind people, we're, we're not at that point yet, but if anybody is listening and curious and enjoying what they're hearing, two things I just wanted to flag for everybody once again. First of all, please do feel free to click the link pinned at the top of this page if you'd like to go out and check out what the second cohort of the Dream Assembly entails if you're interested in applying. And also the last 10 minutes of today's talk are going to be open for questions. So if there's anybody who'd like to come up and ask a question, please feel free. would be happy if people, you know, start thinking about those. And if you want to raise your hand, you're more than welcome to as well. With that being said, I'd actually like to pass the mic back over to Carol. I know we have a few ex-members or not ex-members, first cohort members of the Dream Assembly. They're obviously still in the family. They're here with us today, you know, with us here. Carol, I would love to hear from your perspective. If you have any exciting success stories or integrations from round one or the other incubation that you've done at Farfetch that are, you know, really encouraging for you or maybe, uh, I, I guess, encourage you to continue building at this type of intersection. And yeah, I guess with that in mind, what these encouraging aspects excite you in terms of round two, and I guess, if that makes sense, <laughs> I would love to pass it over to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. No, never an ex-member, always a, a forever member of, of the program, for sure. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we have, as 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 I've said, been running accelerator programs for, for a number of years. And really, that is to make sure that we can give back to the startup ecosystem and, and to support them through that time. But we've also heavily collaborated with the incredible companies that we've worked with very closely throughout the years. So exactly as 
you've you've implied really there's there's never an end to the program or the collaboration and that often actually really continues post the cohort and and, and throughout the years after so there the many case studies that we have in terms of partnering with startups going on to pilot the technology and then actually potentially moving into working them with them in a, a more deeper relationship. And actually, we've gone on to acquire a couple of startups that actually started their journey with Farfetch all the way back as an accelerator company as well. So I think for us, um, it's, a, it's a, a key thing that we, we look at and it's, a, it's a very much a sort of long-term collaboration that we see with these amazing companies that, that, that make it into the Accelerator programme. I think for now, actually, already within the first cohort, we, we are working closely on sort of collaborative projects, certainly with, with uh, two of the companies, which is very exciting. And we certainly endeavour to continue to collaborate with the, with the whole of the cohort because there's really some incredible use cases that they're evolving that we're very excited about in the future as well. Beautiful. Very well said. I would actually like to now take this opportunity, you've set us up very nicely, Carol, to pass it around to you, to Blake, to Jamie. I know we have SkinUps, Indiverse, and Alter here with us, and Mintouche, excuse me. We have four members of the last round of the of the Dream Assembly. I'd love if maybe um, you might take turns and, and introduce each of you, maybe one of these fabulous brands, and I'd love to hear from each of these brands what your experience has been with the Dream Assembly going through Cohort 1, and uh, maybe just a really brief idea of where you're at right now. Blake, would you like to kick us off, maybe because you're the mostly <laughs> integrated on a day-to-day? Sure. However, I think uh, we have founders in the room and perhaps it would be best uh, coming from them. But we have quite a few amazing companies. We have Alter working with digital archives of luxury fashion brands and cultural heritage institutions. We have Mintush, who's bringing the luxury shopper closer to the luxury brand with every purchase that they make through an integrated plugin. We have SkinUps introducing designer clothing and streetwear into gaming. And we have Indiverse venting the way creators engage with their communities through gamified immersive experiences. But I think that's enough for me and the best people to, to actually introduce those use cases would be the founders themselves. Fabulous. Maybe we'll, we'll go down the line as I see them in front of me. SkinUps, I would love to pass it over to you. Thanks, David. Great to be here. So, you know, from, from our side, looking to bring brands into gaming with how we intersected with Web3, we found it a really useful program for helping us figure out the best ways to harness Web3 technologies. We also, I think, really appreciated the you know opportunity to connect with all the different mentors across digital fashion space and also from Farfetch. So we found it a, a really great experience. Indiverse, would you like to share a little bit about your experience? Yeah, sure. So it's Brian here, one of the co-founders of Indiverse. So we, so we first of all, we've, we focus quite heavily on, on thinking about what does CRM and custom engagement look like in the metaverse era. So we think most CRM platforms are very much focused on 2D, mobile app or web, web experiences. And I think Farfetch and, and Outlier through the mentorship has really helped us, I think, hone in on that positioning because we started from a much broader perspective. And I think that's one of the key values we got from the program. I think just generally the quality of the mentorship across multiple dimensions from people who actually are building our marketing experiences in luxury brands, people who are actually building their own companies themselves and people who are investors all played a key role in us um, accelerating, I would say. But one thing I think that was the, I would say like the exponential or, or power benefit of the program was something that I think Jamie mentioned in the beginning. I think he called it attention capital. I think for us, one thing just from osmosis really being associated with such a credible program with three to 4% acceptance rates really opened up a lot of doors from us for us, both in terms of customers, investors. And so it's one of the things I will say as a startup founder 
it's one thing I've, I would definitely do again and haven't regretted so far and probably would never regret it, to be fair. <laughs> super, super. A great uh, testimony on your part. Thank you for that. We'd love to pass it over to Alter. Alter, if you have anything you'd like to share. Thank you, David. Thanks a lot for having me today. I'm Jesse, and I'm one of the co-founder of Alter. So basically, we help brands and institutions to unlock the value from their existing assets. And we do believe the future of metaverse or all the novel technologies that around digital fashion not only give us the opportunity to have access to the future, but also really the beautiful past. And we believe the history is a base layer of creativity as well, and with focus on storytelling. In fashion. Being part of the Farfish and All I Your Cohort 1 has really been our dream accelerator, I have to say, and absolutely incredible experience. And especially from, you know, like all the All I Ventures members and also Farfish, all of those master classes from Farfish industry experts, and also extensive network from the mentorships. So I feel like this is a really great experience. And we are also very excited to see more innovators to, to join us in this journey. Fabulous. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Last but certainly not least, I would love to pass it over to Mintuj. And just before I pass it over to them, Blake, please let me know if there's any other founders in the room or if there's any other mentors that we'd like to bring up. Before we go into uh, Mintuj, just want to mention that there are other programs, other projects in the program that also had a amazing success from the last cohort, which would be Kiri, Metaverse, Reblium and where. So they're not with us today, but they're amazing teams. And also you need to look out for them and what they're doing in the space because it can really take your breath away. But talking about taking our breath away, I think that's a perfect intro from Intush. Thank you so much, Blake, and thank you, David. It's Pietro here. I'm one of the co-founders of Mintouj. The Farfetch uh, Dream Assembly Layton program was fantastic to us. Me, myself, I spent the last five years of my career at Meta, and moving from a corporate background to start a, a business, it's not easy at all, and you need support on that journey. And all the support that we've been receiving from OV and Farfetch has been fantastic, especially, especially because when it comes to innovation, usually it's a solo journey. We at Mintouge, we, we try to, what we're doing, we connect luxury brands to, to their clients for every product they buy through digital passports. This requires a mental shift in, in how brands interact with their clients and how brands interact with products. And of course, being part of this of these fantastic experience, this fantastic accelerator made us feel part of a real community because we are building this together. We all felt at some point that we were, we were and we are at the edge of technology, developing something new and incredible that can change not only the way people interact with fashion and luxury brands, but the overall way of how society is structured in the long term. So we see an imp the, the important role that we have as founders, and, and we see how OV in helped us navigating through these uh, through the, all the challenges that we have been facing through this journey. Because for instance, from, from a legal perspective, everything has to be defined, right? And there's no one out there who can really help you if you don't have real experts sitting next to you and tell you, telling you exactly what are the next steps for you as a business in, in this journey. So for us, fantastic experience, I repeat, so yeah. 
thank you so much and appreciate you once again joining us. The next question I have is actually for all of the founders who've taken the time to join us here today. I just wanted to once again quickly mention we're going to be going into a Q&A AMA session in about 12 minutes. I already see a few people requesting, but just wanted to give people another heads up if you'd like to request to speak as we'll only have a few minutes to go through questions with our with our amazing panelists. But again, wanted to extend a question to uh, all of the founders that we have in here today. Um, just out of curiosity, you know, obviously you just finished going through the first cohort of this incredible dream assembly. So I want to know from each of your perspectives, did you have a particular experience or a connection that was made that was really meaningful to you or really changed things for you that you're allowed to mention? And or was there a particular mentor or somebody you met through the program that was really influential for you or, or made a difference or an impact on your company? would love to pass the mic around the stage if everybody wants to give their two cents, perhaps starting with SkinUps once again. Hey, thanks, David. It's Fred. I think one of the standout experiences was with a very storied CMO who's also very familiar with how to tell stories in a Web3 world, Andy Lark, and having him sort of go through our pitch, our deck, how we were communicating from a customer-facing point of view with our website were a really great stand-up and stand-up and pay attention moment and really helped us in a number of areas. So that was one great one. I think the other one that that, that hit me actually was the moment where we were actually all able to get together in person towards the end of the Accelerator together at the Farfetch campus in London, you know, there's there's always the, the added you know enjoyment of actually being able to take everyone off the screen and, and meet up in person. And I think that was a really great experience. Fabulous. I'll pass it down the line. Indieverse, would you like to share something that stuck out for you? Yeah, I think uh, to echo SkinUps, I think, well, to be honest, there were so many great mentors. It's I feel it's almost unfair to name just one. I would I would actually think it's funny enough for us. I think the it's almost the the mix or the combination of mentors. They were so complementary in terms of different facets of what we. It's hard for me to pull out one. I think if I if I actually had to, and I think it was just purely based on them going way above and beyond. It was actually an OV team in the NFT space. So that's our Thomas and and Leo. I mean, the, the level of detail in helping us figuring out how to how to create gamified and automated playbooks on launching like compelling tier NFT programs was, was just phenomenal. I think strategically, it just helped us from a product perspective, like probably months in terms of time. So I'll just give them credit. But as I said, I think like Andy Locke, Deborah, there's so many great ones in there. I can't name one single one. <laughs> Another great testimonial. Awesome. Awesome. I'll pass it over to Alter. Thank you, David. I totally agree with Fred and Ryan that there are many experiences that are truly really incredible. And I, I think, yes, like meeting the cohort and the program managers in person for the first time in London, that was really amazing experience. And for us, is we are extremely grateful for to really have very supportive and a meaningful conversation with the mentors. And they do you know like really respond to us on WhatsApp, give us the contact details and really shaping the or validate the value proposition for our business and also lend a meaningful business relationship as well. So that is definitely very for our long term development and really powerful network has been, you know, like gifted from this accelerator program. Once again, last but certainly not least, we'd love to pass it over to Mintush. Thank you so much, David. It's Kunal, co-founder alongside Pierre. So there's a lot, obviously, from the mentorship that we gained from this experience. We learned everything from how to frame this from an investment point of view for a very nascent technology. How do we frame it when it comes to actually integrating with brands? And we found that to be incredibly valuable. 
one of the things that as founders, we actually bootstrapped until we got into the cohort. And with that, we also were operating in a very lean budget, as you can imagine. And OV were fantastic in providing us with the support, not only from an operational point of view, but also with things like legal conversations, being able to stress test IP conversations. Carol actually was extremely helpful in allowing us to bounce ideas off and really taking these concepts that are very nascent and new when there's still a very sort of vague regulatory framework around how digital twins will be applied when it comes to IP conversations, we found that to be incredibly useful. Beyond that, the legal team, Anelda and their team were fantastic in not only giving us some unofficial legal advice that really helped sort of reduce the burden of engaging with, with our legal counterparts, but also giving us a structure to move forward with that also will stand the test of time as we operate in this new space. Fabulous. Another great testimony. Once again, just want to give the audience a chance. We do have a few questions, and we also have Natalia and Daria from DressX who decided to join us. I'm very happy to have them. They were both mentors in the first round and I believe are continuing to mentor in this program, so we'd love to bring them both up. But just before I do a little switch and bring some of our fabulous cohort one members down to the audience so that I can bring some questions up. I just wanted to give everybody a chance to follow SkinUps, Indieverse, Alter, Mintouche. Please check out these brands. They've made it through the ringer. They've gone through all of the tests <laughs> from both Farfetch and OV and made it out the other side successfully. So very much recommend that you all do check out these uh, fabulous, fabulous companies and also all of the other companies from a cohort round one. And with all of that being said, we're nearing cohort round two. So before we dive in and uh, get some questions from the audience, I'm quickly going to do a little switch here and, I'll, and I'd love to bring up Daria and Natalia to share a little bit about their experience as mentors in the program. And if you have anything you'd like to share from round one or anything that you're excited about for round two, as you can tell, I'm stalling while I'm doing some technical things, but would love to hear from both of you. And I just brought you up on stage and yeah, would love to hear from you. And in the meantime, I'm also going to be bringing up questions for right after Natalia and Daria. So if you have a question, if you're requesting, I will bring you up as well. So also just to mention, if anybody has a question for one of the brands, they're not gone. We can bring them up on stage if you have a question for any of them specifically, but just wanted to make room on stage. Ah, but I've stalled for the perfect amount of time. Natalia is here. (laughs) Natalia, how are you? Working? Can you hear me? We can hear you. We can hear you. Thank you for joining. Yes. Thank you so much for bringing us up. And uh, we are very happy to join. And we're very excited about the program in general and about the cohort. And I think Farfetch and Outlier did an amazing job selecting really strong companies and really strong founders with very relevant visions of the future of the fashion industry and digital fashion which is our focus and uh, we believe that it's going to be a very big industry and that the specialization in the industry will also matter and that one solution will not (laughs) cover all the cases and that's exactly why I would say this portfolio is really covering different parts of the digital fashion industry and a lot of the companies are very complementary and this is also really amazing and really shout out to the like to Blake, Carol and just Farfetch and Outliers team for for the great great selection and um, we were really happy to to speak to the founders and to other mentors as well I think it was more than just a a program it's really a community of people who are really building the future of of digital fashion so that's really amazing and happy to see uh, all the startups here <laughs> i wanted to say all my favorites are here but it's great but i was looking at all the avatars and like oh you really i i, I really like what they are doing and they are doing and i wonder how 
Like we just saw guys from Indusha just recently in Milan and Interverse and the team. We just had a dinner here in Paris. So yeah, really good to see everyone. And it's it's a great contribution in the community in general. Thank you, Natalia. And, and once again, perfect timing. Daria joined just as you were finishing. <laughs> Daria, I would also love to pass it over to you if you have any thoughts you'd like to share. Yes, absolutely, David. Thank you so much. I hope you hear me well. And uh, yes, I agree completely with everything that Natalia has said. And this is such a great program. And I'm truly envy to all of the startups who participated because if we had this opportunity for dress sex in the beginning when we were just starting, that would probably change our journey. But we needed to do a lot of things on our own because I really believe in the power of mentorship. And it's uh, like truly one conversation can change things and can change the way how you think and uh, how you approach a different a different kind of moves that you are doing and uh, that's why i i i enjoyed being a mentor as well because uh, it was an opportunity to speak to so, so many talented founders and uh, to try to help them on what they're building and obviously sometimes there is not enough time for everything we're building so we obviously i could not commit the same amount of time i really wanted to to each of the project because they were all amazing but absolutely it was fantastic every time that we spoke and guys if you hear me you can also be, continue pinging me on telegram or emails it's just like we are all super busy with our companies but if you remind about yourself it's all about connections that we've already made and you can always approach us and you can always ask if there is a question because obviously like we're so much focused on our business, raising capital, doing launches, but we're here available for you. And I'm sure that all the mentors agree with the structure of our future relationships, because we're all here being founders. And lots lots of people who are mentors are founders who understand how difficult it is to be a founder. So we're kind of proactively would support anyone. And uh, yes, I really hope that we'll continue working with some of the startups and doing collaborations. And also as Natalia, I want to say a big thank you to Blake, to Carol, like entire Farfetch team and Outlier Ventures and David Cash for hosting National Talk. I am always the best in doing that and so all the people who join and all the startups who participated. And just to add on it that really I feel like it's really beginning of something bigger and of a bigger movement, of a bigger conversation, of a bigger collaboration and always happy to continue. We're excited about the second cohort, but also we are excited about the success of the startups from the first cohort. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Natalia and Daria, for joining. Always a pleasure to share a stage with you, whether we're seeing each other or not. You know, we're always here <laughs> building. I know that you're both uh, killing it in Europe right now. So thank you both for taking the time and just wanted to echo the offer that you both put out for anybody who's applying to the second round route to any of the startups who've already been in the ecosystem to reach out to the mentors who are in this, in this cohort, in this process. It sounds like, you know, we have a very supportive group here that you can all take advantage of. So this is this is amazing. Um, with all of that being said, I would love to take the time. I know we only have about nine minutes left, but I'd love to take the remaining time to get some questions from the audience. We have a lot of incredible people who've taken time out of their very busy schedules to join us. Jamie and Carol and, and Daria and Natalia Blake, everybody here is <laughs> super busy people. So we'd love to, to get some audience questions. I see Sam, uh, Sam from Sneakerhead joined us up on stage. Sam, I'm curious if you have a question for the panelists or any, any questions about this next round of the Dream Assembly. Thank you very much for having me up on stage. It's a pleasure to to join. And, and like you were saying, thank you to, to everyone for taking the time to, to do this Q&A. On behalf of Sneakerheads, we've definitely 
heard a lot of amazing things that you guys have done and worked with some of the brands that came out of your cohort as well, such as the, the Remix team. So definitely experienced firsthand what you guys have to offer and have been very impressed and, and curious also, have been observing very carefully what you guys are, have been working on. So with that said, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what makes a good candidate for your program? I know applications are, are currently open. Blake, Jamie, Carol, who'd like to take this? <laughs> Blake, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to jump in. Of course, you know, depending on the project, the founder competence that we would look for might be different. But in the end of the day, it's about the use case and how it fits into the wider vision of web-free fashion and luxury industry. It's about the capacity to execute and how that capacity has been demonstrated in all of the things that the founders have done up to the point when they speak to us. But it's also about the domain knowledge, the technical capacity, and in the end of the do they have the vision to scale that up? Is that something that can really bring the whole web-free fashion and luxury industry to a new level and essentially enable a whole new generation of project to come off of the back of that. In the end of the day, Farfetch is also extremely involved in the selection process from very early stages. So they help us navigate and prioritize the use cases that are the most important. And then together we run our due diligence to better understand the value proposition as well as the capacity to actually make that value proposition a reality. So in the end of the day, that's what makes the best founders and that's what it takes to get into the program. As Jamie said, I think I ran a quick calculation. It's actually 3.8% acceptance rate. Awesome. Did that answer your question, Sam? Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. That, that got me excited as well. And I also just want to say, Natalia, you have one of the coolest clones I've ever seen. So respect to that one. But th thank you very much for the answer. That was very helpful. Always a pleasure, Sam. I can see Carol was coming off the speaker there. Carol, did you have anything else to add? Yes, absolutely. I was just wondering, I think it might be a good time to just dive into some of the bigger themes that we're looking for within this second cohort and actually just to sort of tie them back to what we're seeing as really exciting emerging themes within the luxury web3 landscape i think jamie talked about this convergence of technologies and also the fact that some of the use cases don't necessarily need to seem as web3 leading and i think that's really what we're seeing within luxury i think we've obviously had the first wave of build within luxury within web3 and really that's been very much around nft and the nft use case but I think what we can see is the next stage is really about addressing some areas that we've already seen really evolving. So that the digital experience within luxury is expanding at really a very fast pace, really because of the conversions that we're seeing within technologies around 3D and AI, etc. So actually digital fashion, which we've been working in for quite a few years and working with the amazing JSX team on some very early pilots in the space that I think we're still all immensely proud of. Actually, we can see that going from 3D assets to some Web3, sorry, Web2 use cases to actually the emergence of Web3 use cases around those assets around creating NFTs or utility or wearability of those assets, et cetera, as well. So to just to, to dive into the different use cases quite quickly is we have digital fashion experience. So really looking at people building into the kind of next wave of, of digital experience. We've, we've, as I've said, we've seen 3D assets and the creation of those 3D assets really come to fruition. We've seen some early use cases in NFTs, but very excited about kind of the next wave of utility, wearability and 
and just excitement around digital fashion. Then also about luxury, luxury data infrastructure and really looking at now that we've started creating Web3 data and, and looking at that in different ways. How do we merge that? How do we manage that generally? But also how do we merge that with other data that we may have around customers and Web2 types of data as well? And then looking at community tools. So obviously we've had some standards tools that we've all been using within Web3 community building and interactions. But actually we've seen some really exciting new tooling and new new founders in this space thinking about, well, what does this mean? We don't think it's going to be a one tool solution in community build. So what does that look like for from a luxury use case? And actually starting to merge that into how we look at all community around luxury as well. And then also around self-representation. We've been amazed. We had Reblium on the, the cohort last time where we're really cracking the ability to create beautiful avatars and, and, and beautiful avatars live and have lots of usability around that. But then starting to look at, well, what is the use case for avatars within luxury? We don't want to just be looking at just a gaming use case. So what? who are the people that are building experiences around people having digital self-representation and styling those avatars, etc.? Again, seen some really exciting new emerging ideas in that space and then of course around sustainability not just in terms of the infrastructure layer that we know already is something that we are challenged by and working towards finding better and better solutions but also looking at the use case of sustainability within luxury again an, an area where we are, are, are working to to get much better in the industry so things like provenance and authenticity etc and other types of tooling that could maybe help with reselling etc and, and extending product life cycle as well so Sorry, I took quite a lot of Q&A time there, but I just wanted, I think it's important to to note the, the use cases that we're particularly interested in. No, I think that's super helpful, especially for people who are listening and uh, hoping to apply. So thank you for that. Jamie, is there anything you wanted to add to that as well? Yeah, I mean, look, ultimately, it's all about the founders, the founding team, and and as Blake said, ability to, to execute. I would add um, a couple of things. That The first thing is, you know, ultimately, both Farfetch and Outlier are here as investors. You know, we're taking a, a direct stake in the companies that we work with. We're not just doing this. We're not just being paid to show up. But we don't really care about the, the long-term outcome. You know, the only way either of us get a return on our time and capital is startups being successful, hugely successful. And so, you know, we're very aligned to both identify and then enable teams to, to go on and achieve success at scale. And so I think the ambition to achieve success at scale is, is really important because not all teams need venture capital and not all teams need to go into an accelerator. You can go on and create a very successful brand and company w without doing that. But if, if you're wanting to join this type of program, it, it really is, you know, team startups that want to go on and be, you know, unicorns, decacorns. So there's that kind of ambition and a TAM, total addressable market opportunity. But then on a more kind of personal level, it's coachability. Because again, not everybody needs to go through an accelerator. To go into an accelerator requires humility, understanding of where you may have weaknesses or blind spots and a kind of willingness to, to kind of seek out advice from others to, to, to address those. And so we can only be as successful as the founder taking on board 
feedback from us, from mentors, uh, and actioning it. Otherwise, we're kind of just shouting into into a vacuum. So again, it's a it's a particular type of founder that that joins an accelerator and goes on to be successful. And and really, our job is to kind of identify those people and and enable them. Fabulous. Very well said. Unfortunately, we've reached the end of our time here today. I know we did have one more question from Vintage360. I'll leave it up to the speakers if we if we have an extra moment to answer. If not, I'm sure we can we can get that question answered after the fact. I see a couple of hundreds of people need to pop off. We do understand. But Vintage360, last but certainly not least, would love to pass it to you for a final question, and then we'll close out this room. I just realized I didn't answer a very important part of the question that you asked, David. The applications will close on 24th of March. And we always encounter a wave of very strong applicants near the end of the cycle. So there is a degree of advantage in applying early. So you might be thinking that, who knows, maybe you're too advanced or maybe you're too early. The best way is come to speak to us, apply, and we'll work it out together how we can help you and support you. We take a very tailor-made approach to each company in the program. Fabulous, fabulous. A great note to end on. And just once again, if this is of interest to you, I do see we did have a number of startups who joined this. I thank you, Sam, and everybody else who popped up and asked questions. But yeah, please do click the link pinned at the top of this live here today if you want to go through to the Outlier Ventures website, check out more information, and apply for round two of the Dream Assembly. Thank you, everybody who took the time to join us today as a speaker. Thank you to everybody who's taken the time to listen to this chat. If you made it all the way to the end, either now or after the fact. And we hope to see you in the next Farfetch live. Please do make sure to follow Farfetch and Outlier Ventures, and we'll see you on our next Twitter spaces and hopefully in the next round of the Dream Assembly. Thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Ciao. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and share your feedback to help us reach as many people as possible with the important mission of Web3. 